Right now, there's only one place to know. It's familiar, this place wherein I've grown. But recently, this body does not desire to call it home. This vessel of mine is making requests, downloads to my mind, images of bliss, success, beauty, truth. The truth is as old as time, but somehow it's making me new. As nature reminds me that nothing is permanent, it constantly bugs me to shed my skin. This time, it's been a little different. Listening to the earth, I hear the beginnings of a chapter and the crumblings of a tower. My soul seems to know what to do, and my body must too. In accordance, it moves. Walking in faith, I find myself underneath a leaf. Hanging upside down, I'm privy to another scene. My world's flipped on its head, and I'm the hanged man. And as my skin shed another time, I can feel that this is the last. I used to dream of flying in the past. Now it's happening, my evolution of sorts. Like Scorpio, ruler of death and rebirth, I transform. I'm coming to learn that growth is as romantic as I make it, as well as that my reality will be however I create it. So while I'm here, dangling by thread, free to live in this moment, I look for the constants throughout my transition. In these close walls, I'm learning many things. And in chasing a goal I didn't know I could see, I realize I want it by any means, to find myself and to find my peace. All the parts of me that bring me shame or pain can be analyzed within these walls breaking down habits and moving through withdrawals to accomplish a goal. I came for a purpose I intend to fulfill once I emerge from this chrysalis, dropping the imposter syndrome, getting rid of the decoy, and pursuing myself and finding joy. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Ayobami, and I want to officially welcome you to the chrysalis community. We'll keep things short today, just a brief introduction. Today, I just want to talk about what the chrysalis is, why I chose it for this community, what we can expect from this community, and what we can expect from this first season of the podcast, Dear Chrysalis. We're starting with the chrysalis just to satisfy the butterfly enthusiast. I have to make the distinction that a chrysalis is not a cocoon. A chrysalis is synonymous with a pupa, which is the adolescent phase between childhood and adulthood for organisms such as butterflies and moths. Now, the difference between butterflies and moths and cocoons and chrysalis is that a butterfly will make a chrysalis, which is the organism itself, while a moth will make a cocoon, which is a silk weaving around the organism. So a chrysalis is not going to weave some things around itself. The shell of a chrysalis actually is its skin, the caterpillar's last shedding of its skin. So what happens in this very technical process is that a caterpillar will live a couple weeks, shed its skin a few times, and then around the fifth week, it'll suspend itself upside down from a leaf and shed its skin once more. As the chrysalis grows, the skin, that shed skin, is going to thicken and harden. And within the shed skin, the chrysalis is going to dissolve itself. So it's going to dissolve its cells, its organs, its tissues and muscles, and kind of just become a goop within itself, um, leaving really only breathing tubes intact so that it can still live. Now, I've chosen the chrysalis for this community for a few reasons, actually. One, my target audience will likely be people my age, and that means all the early Gen Z babies. Hey, you guys. Um, but with acknowledging the early Gen Z babies, we have to acknowledge that we're not babies anymore. I will be 20 this coming August, and many of you are already 20, over 20, becoming 20 pretty soon. And we are becoming adults, you guys. 
So we are like the chrysalis having our adolescent phase. But more than that kind of surface level comparison, I want to use the chrysalis just as an invitation for this community to take on a lot of what the chrysalis does in its two week transformation period. While a lot is happening within that shell, even though we can't really see it until those last few days when the chrysalis shell kind of becomes transparent and you can see the butterfly wings have already transformed, there's a lot going on. But really, I just want to take some key points of what the chrysalis does that just makes me admire this process so much. The first is the ability and the requirement of the chrysalis to be present, to be in the present moment. This is your invitation to be in the present moment from now and forever on. Oftentimes, I find that it's easy to be distracted by anything, really, um, by society, especially by technology, especially by the things that we want that we don't currently have, especially. What the chrysalis does, though, what the caterpillar does when it becomes a chrysalis is it takes that first step. So it doesn't wait on anything. So there are two kind of ways in which I'm inviting us to be present. One is to move into the present moment, and then the other one is to not move past the present moment. So the chrysalis doesn't wait on any signal, really. Um, there's kind of just a time where it knows and it goes to make its chrysalis. There's no divine signal. It's not like the sky opens up and tells it to go make its chrysalis. It just decides it's ready and it does it. And then it stays within its chrysalis. It stays within its shell for two weeks. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing to be distracted by. It's isolated from its external world. There is nothing that can bother it. There's nothing it can communicate with. It is responsible for itself. It is responsible onto itself. And it is all about its own growth. Moreover, the chrysalis is busy working on itself in the present moment. It's not sitting there dreaming of being a butterfly one day, right? It's not stalking all the butterflies that fly past it like, oh my goodness, when is this going to happen for me? When is this going to happen for me, right? The chrysalis is in its moment. It is doing the work that it has to do. So this is your invitation to move out of the past, move into this present moment, make a decision on what you want to happen in this present moment for your future, but to also stay in this moment. Don't be too future oriented so that you can be productive in this moment, so that you can serve yourself in this present moment. So I choose the chrysalis for this community just as a constant reminder that we should not be waiting for a certain moment to come up so we can take the actions that we want to take, so we can live the life that we want to live, so we can be the person that we want to be, but also so that we don't rush this process thinking only of the future because these moments are these moments right now. We can't speed time up. We can't slow time down. The only choice, really the only productive choice, is to be fully immersed in this moment. Now, that presence also ties into kind of a death and rebirth for the chrysalis. Um, as I said in the technical process of the chrysalis growing, it's dissolving everything within itself, leaving really only its essential pieces to live. Again, this is an invitation for you to do the same. So while I'm not encouraging us to dissolve ourselves and rearrange our organs and our muscles and tissues, I am encouraging us to recognize that there is the possibility, we have the capability and we have the power to decide in every moment who we are going to be, 
which parts of us don't serve us anymore and which parts of us do, which parts of us we want to remove, which parts of us we want to further incorporate. Now, also, I have to really admire the chrysalis, too, because while it's dissolving itself and growing itself into something new, it grows itself into something about three times the size of what it was when it went into its chrysalis. A butterfly is kind of big compared to a caterpillar. I really just want to make the point that even with whatever circumstances you're in, if you feel like you don't have enough space to grow, if you feel like things are too crowded, there are too many people, too many opinions, too many judgments on you, you still have space to grow if you so choose to. Um, those wings probably are not comfortable within the shell of a former caterpillar, but they fit and the butterfly comes out just fine. So this is also just encouragement. Whatever circumstance you're coming from, whatever crappy things have happened to you, whatever traumatic experiences you've had, you are capable of growing past them. And that is everything this community is about. So this chrysalis community that I'm looking to build will contain individuals who are looking to grow and heal themselves, okay? From whatever it may be, from trauma, from your own judgments of yourself, from family judgments of yourself, from society's judgments of yourself, from your past actions, from things that were done to you, things that were put on, on you, just heal yourself from all of it, release yourself from all of it. That is the group of people that I'm looking to connect. Um, and I have to make those connections from you to me to the next person because when we talk about healing, there are so many ways to heal and I do not have every single one of them. What I will be doing throughout this first season is sharing with you all how I have personally found healing. And for me, that took the form of poems and letters and reflection pieces. And I've been writing notes, taking um, object objective looks on how to heal myself from those traumas. But healing will not look like writing for everyone. Healing will not look like running for everyone, like healing, like how running has been healing for me. But if we build a community that is dedicated to healing one another, being a unit of people who are constantly growing within themselves and becoming better and becoming lighter, then we can all contribute techniques and tactics and our analyses of our shadows and our traumas and we can share with one another other ways to heal because I don't have all the answers you don't have all the answers but we can contribute to one another's healing so that is the goal with this community moreover I'm looking to gather individuals who are interested in learning themselves learning themselves as energy as a soul and as their connection to the universe, their relation to the universe. And we'll get to our relationship with the universe in later seasons. This season specifically is going to be focused on ourselves. We are going to take a deep dive into who we are as souls, past all of the external factors that we have been given in this 3D reality and this current incarnation. Now, the way we are going to take this deep dive is by doing shadow work. 
So I won't go too much into depth on what this is. A brief explanation is that your shadows are the pieces of you that you either reject or repress. And this term was coined by the psychologist Carl Jung, and we will be studying his work a lot. Um, these next coming episodes, we'll be studying the four archetypes and we'll talk about how he even integrated his own shadows and what he found in his studies as a psychologist. Now for us, you guys are going to see, you guys are going to hear my personal shadow work journey. I've been doing shadow work since July of 2020. I started writing about my shadow work in November and it has been a journey. It has been such a transformative journey and I hope you guys will just pick up how I'm analyzing my shadows and how I am further integrating them. But by the end of this first season, I would like this community to be able to have healthy, constructive conversations about common shadows and about common traumas that we have all experienced so that we can contribute again to the healing processes of one another. But we have to build foundations. We have to get objective knowledge first because without it, there is the chance of kind of just trauma dumping. Um, and we're going to avoid that at all costs. And that's basically where you tell all of your trauma and don't really gauge how it's affecting somebody else mentally or emotionally and just kind of keep going and that person kind of takes on that trauma takes on those emotions so we're going to avoid that by building a baseline and building foundations and getting the right vocabulary to have these conversations um furthermore we're going to do this by building analytical skills one when we get into further seasons, you guys, I'm so excited for this project. It's been months in the making this first season. I'm very excited to do shadow work with you all. But in further further seasons, we will be talking about math and we will be talking about science. And those are very broad, but there will be many subjects within both of these topics or umbrella subjects that we will discover just to understand really how we relate to the universe. Um, but we cannot actually understand those relations until we understand how we relate to our 3D reality and our society. But we can't even make those connections until we're able to have analytical and critical thinking skills. Um, so that's what we'll be working on this season. And there is no better way than to practice on yourself. We will be analyzing how we have interpreted our traumas. We will be analyzing how we have interpreted and picked up our karmic cycles, how we are continuing them or how we are exiting them. There will be lots of analysis. There will be lots of discovering yourself, lots of thinking about yourself. And this is why I said earlier that the chrysalis was responsible to itself and for itself and is only focused on its growth for those two weeks because this may seem like a selfish process. For me personally, I isolated myself from most of my family. I couldn't afford really the extra opinions and whatever judgments may be passed as I learn to express myself, as I learn what my purpose is, as I learn who I am and who I want to be. There's no room for extra voices, for extra opinions. And I encourage you all, I invite you all to take on that selfish type of thinking. This is about you. You are growing right now. Um, and I know this podcast will eventually reach people with other responsibilities, people with children, people with jobs, all sorts of people. Even still, this is your invitation to take responsibility for yourself, take care of yourself and take accountability for your own growth. Um, so again, yeah, we will be practicing analytical skills 
by practicing on ourselves. And then the ultimate goal of this specific season is for every single one of us to have a clear, unshakable definition of ourselves and possibly a direction and an understanding of what our purpose is. Now, there will be a couple of tools that we will use to find ourselves per se. Um, for me, again, this was writing, but you will find your outlet. For many of you, it will just be conversations, speaking to other people. And I am very excited to have those conversations with you all. Um, for right now, most of these conversations will take place on Instagram. You can follow me at dear.chrysalis. Um, and I'll continue to start new platforms so that we can have these conversations, but we'll get there day by day. But again, the tools that we will be using to really study ourselves, other than talking and healing, um, those healing practices will be astrology, numerology, and soul contracts. So it will be a heavy study of our astrological charts, our, numerolo our numerology charts, and we will be trying to connect to our past lives and who we were before we incarnated on this plane so that we can remember what our soul contract was because in there you will be finding your purpose for this incarnation um, and finding your purpose finding your personal legend as they say in the alchemist the book the alchemist um, is going to be a biggest part of finding yourself now the biggest reason we are looking to find ourselves is because primarily that is how you will be dealing with your shadows by finding yourself through your trauma through the conceptions that people have put onto you i mean um the preconceptions that people have put onto you and through whatever judgments you have made of yourself that your family has made of yourself that society has made of yourself whatever stereotypes were given to you whether it be your race your gender um just anything you guys there are so many things that have been put in place to define us and then anything that doesn't fit into that definition we have a tendency to push away just to not be shamed just to not be judged just to not be different just to not be put down because we're going against the grain we are going to bring those things to light and we are going to find a way to find pride in them but you guys just stay tuned okay day by day we will tackle many shadows and yeah I think that's all I really have to say for today. Next week, we will you will hear a letter to my shadows that I wrote and we'll kind of just talk more about what shadows are, um, common shadows that a lot of us face. So yeah, you guys stay tuned. Again, follow me on Instagram at dear.chrysalis. There you can see um, my artwork that is associated with every one of these podcasts. So while I am a writer, I'm kind of getting back into art. Um, I kind of lost sight of that. I lost sight of writing and art. So you'll have to excuse me if my writing's a little rough. It's been years since I really sat down to write poems and write about myself, really. Um, just because I got lost in what I was traditionally supposed to do, pursuing the school path and just all the responsibilities that were expected of me. So I'm kind of getting back into art, getting back into writing, and it's definitely been a rough process, but day by day is all I can say. But yeah, to see the associated works, you can follow me on Instagram and you can check out the binder, which is what I'm calling my collection of art pieces and writings. But yeah, that is really all I've got for today, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope to speak to you all very soon.